What's good, you guys? Welcome back to another edition of the Punches Point with yours truly, Breezy Mario. Breaking news. Terrence Crawford reportedly is now a free agent. It was claimed that Crawford signed a one-fight deal with the PBC to fight Earl Spence for the rematch. But the rematch clause has expired. The source for that was Mike Coppinger. Now, WBO president has revealed that Terrence Crawford has discussed possibility of Terrence Crawford moving up to Super Bowl to wait for his next fight. Crawford can use his WBO Super Champ status to automatically get the winner of Tim Tazoo and Keith Thurman. The source for that was Fight Hype. Now, I know a lot of people that was making videos, a lot of people out there that was making speculations, assumptions, saying that this rematch was going to happen. But with me, I felt like it wasn't going to happen due to the fact that Earl Spence had just came off of surgery. And the fact that by the time that they would have fully got in camp and even had a press conference, the date would have been long overdue anyway. And by then, it just, it wouldn't have really went anywhere with it. It just would have been overall too long for both Spence and Crawford. Both would have been up too long and it just wouldn't really went well. As far as Terrence Crawford moving up and getting the winner of Tazoo and Keith Thurman, I have no problem with that. I said that if he was going to stay at 147, he should fight Boots. But if he's going to move up, he should be fighting a winner to Zoo and Thurman. And if not, maybe Jermail, maybe some other names. But honestly, I have no problem with this move. Like I said, I predicted and had a feeling that this fight wasn't going to happen, that being a rematch. Now, I'm going to pass it over to you, Mario. What's your thoughts on the fact that this fight is not even going to happen? What's your thoughts on Crawford possibly fighting the winner to Zoo and Thurman? Well, as far as the fight not happening, you know, it is unfortunate because I always am a guy who says, you know, if you lost, you should be able to get your lick back. If there's a rematch clause in that contract, you should fulfill it. However, I mean, like we reported and like Fight Hype and Mike Coppinger reported, it, the rematch clause expired and Earl Spence recovering from surgery, you know, obviously he's not going to be ready in any time in the future so because of those certain factors i say now it's time for Terrence Crawford to move on i wasn't about it because the rematch clause was still there and at first i didn't know how long it would take until it would expire but now it's expired so Terrence Crawford can now officially move on and you're not going to hear Mario complain about it no more now as far as him getting the winner of the Tim Tezuka Keith Thurman fight I like that. That's exactly what I wanted to see him do. Enough of this going up to super middleweight right away. Look, I know he wants that fight with Canelo. Okay, don't get me wrong. In the future, down the line, maybe he'll get that fight with Canelo. But the problem is, first of all, Canelo's not taking you seriously. And look, we'll get to Canelo a little bit later. But in this specific instance, I agree with him. The reason why is because you're going to fight Terrence Crawford, who's, let's see, 147. You're going to fight Terrence Crawford, who's 21 pounds under you? Nobody's going to take you seriously. In years down the line, it doesn't matter who you fought, okay? They're going to say, well, Canelo fought a guy who's 20 pounds lighter than him, and that's why he won. They were already making excuses about how he beat Jamel Charlo because Jamel Charlo was 15 pounds under. You don't think they're going to make those same excuses with Terrence Crawford? Let's be real. Now, what I will say is this. In the future... If Terrence Crawford does it the right way, which is climb the ladder, first of all, before you even get to super middleweight, you have to fight middleweight. That, that's just the truth right there. You can't jump up 21 pounds and fight those guys. Now, look, I know Terrence Crawford is a different breed. I know Terrence Crawford is a different fighter. I, I get that. He is one of the best fighters right now, pound for pound. 
actually, I believe he's number one pound for pound right now. Regardless of that, I think that him going from 147 to 168 is a big, big leap. And I think that if you're going to make that big leap, I think you have to actually be 100% ready and you have to know you're going to win this fight. And I think Terrence Crawford realizes that. But the problem is you just can't go up 21 pounds like that and expect to beat Canelo Alvarez. It doesn't work that way. So as far as him fighting Tim Tazu and Keith Thurman, I'm perfectly cool with it. You know what I'm saying? I think whoever wins that fight between Tim Tazu and Keith Thurman, it's going to be a great fight either way, you know? Keith Thurman at one point was on top of that division, you know, and maybe that fight could have happened earlier down the line. Who knows? But now it's uh, it looks like that he could be the automatic mandatory for whoever wins that fight. And I'm down for it. You know what I'm saying? I would like to see Terrence Crawford try to achieve greatness at 155 before he even considers going up to 168. So honestly, those are my thoughts on it. You know, as far as Canelo Alvarez, you know, we'll get to that a little bit later, but I do think that this is the right move for him to go uh, to 154 or 155, call it what you want, and challenge for that WBO belt. Canelo Alvarez, finally, we're going to talk about him. So it's reported that Canelo Alvarez will not be residing with PBC. So we got another free agent coming along the way. It is reported that he has two more fights with the PBC. Now, here's where it gets a little bit difficult. So, Canelo Alvarez has two more fights with the PBC. It was re- uh, reported that he was supposed to fight Jaime Munguia on May 4th in Las Vegas, according to Chave ESPN. Then we get the news that Canelo Alvarez uh, would reportedly prefer to fight Edgar Berlinga in May and then later fight Jaime Munguia in September, despite the rumors claiming he's already decided to fight Munguia. Now, it is said that it's, in fact, the DeZone who won in Munguia first. No final decision yet. The source for this is Dan Raphael. Look, I'm going to say this right now. We're already upset because he's not going to be fighting David Benavidez. All right? That's a given. We're already upset because he's not fighting David Benavidez. And I like Canelo. Look, and I like Canelo. Y'all know, like, I do like Canelo. But I can't justify why he's not fighting David Benavidez. And it's no coincidence that David Benavidez moves up to light heavyweight. And Canelo Alvarez goes, you know what? Let's make that fight with Javi Munguia. Let's make that fight with Edgar Berlinga. Look, in my opinion, Edgar Berlinga is the future of that division. Okay, y- y'all can argue it all you like. I think Edgar Berlinga is him. I really do. But I don't think he's him yet. Just like Canelo wasn't him when he fought Floyd Mayweather. I think the same result is going to happen. I'm going to say that right now. My problem is this. First, you didn't want to fight David Benavides. Now we're being around the bush on who you're going to fight next for these two fights. You, you already got the two fighters. What does it matter if you fight one on... Uh, May 4th and the other on Edgar Berlinga. I'm going to be honest. It makes more sense to fight Hami Marguia May 4th than it does Edgar Berlinga. He t- First of all, he talked about how he wouldn't fight any Mexicans. Well, that's clearly a lie because he's planning on fighting Hami Marguia. That's number one. Number two, if you are going to fight on the day before Cinco de Mayo, fight a Mexican fighter. That's way bigger hype. People forget how big it was when he fought Julio Cesar Chavez Jr. People forget how big that was on Cinco de Mayo. It's because you had two Mexican fighters fighting on probably one of the most important day in Mexico's history. In my opinion, repeat that. Fight Jaime Maguia in May and then fight Edgar Berlinga in September. What are we doing being around the bush with this stuff? At first, you didn't want to fight David Benavidez. Now, all of a sudden, you get the chance with Jaime Maguia. Well, I'd rather prefer Edgar Berlinga first. Why? Why are we being around the bush with this? Stop playing hot potato with this. Just fight both of them, get it done and over with, and move on. That's it. That's what's annoying me right now. 
obviously, I don't have to talk about David Benavidez no more because you know what, Breezy might have been right. I thought that this fight would have happened eventually, but at, right as soon as I heard David Benavidez move to light heavyweight, that fight's not happening. So you know what, Canelo Alvarez, Ami Mangia, Edgar Berlinga, if those are the two guys you want to fight, fine. I'm not really too happy about it. It doesn't matter which one you fight first. Honestly, I don't know why this keeps on being stretched as far as it needs to be. It doesn't need to be this stretched out. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're just prolonging this at this point. So, fight whichever one first. I really don't care. It's not David Benavidez. None of us are happy about it, you know? And Breezy, I'm going to kick it back to you. Quack, 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 quacky, quack, 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 quack. It is so blatant. It is so clear. I see through this like it's a Ziploc bag because I see through it so clear. You, and you know what's so disappointing? I watch people sit right here and tell me, wait, just wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on, just wait. They told me in 2022, just wait. They told me in 2023, just wait. Not, not, I wish they would in 2024 tell me, just wait. No, no, how about you? Wait, you can wait on him all you want. You can wait on him until the sun come out and the sun go down. This man was never had any intentions of fighting David Benavidez. And the thing about it is, it's so funny because it's like when he say things like, I'm never going to fight another Mexican. Then you look at homie McGill, who is Mexican. It's just, there's literally nothing that anybody can say or do to justify any of this. We get told, that all oh, this is not what you see. Look, you're not gonna pee on my leg and tell me it's rain. I know pee from rain, okay? I do. And it's sad because it's like the sport is all about the best, fighting the best. And it's sad because you have people out here that would be like, Well, you know, who has this guy fought? Who has this guy fought? Can't that same question be applied to these two fighters? Who have they fought? What do they bring? But they're not going to say that. And, and you know it, it, what they're going to do. They're going to celebrate this. They're going to say, this is amazing. Ah, praise Canelo. That, that's what they're going to do. They're not going to say anything about this. You get pee on it like you call it rain. They're going to believe it. They're going to be like, yeah, that's right. No, not with Breeze. Not with Mario. Y'all not going to do that to her. So obviously how I feel about this is this is BS. And look, when I step outside here, the duck's quacking and it's quacking loud. This is an obvious duck. It's a blatant duck. Couldn't have said it better myself. And, and I like Canelo. And I'm telling you guys this. I, I can't make an excuse. I can't justify this. I can't. Now, look, here's what I want from you, Breezy. Here, here's the only question I have from you. Obviously, he's not fighting David Benavidez. We know that. We don't got to discuss that any further. Your thoughts on him kind of playing hot potato with Hummy Mungi and Edgar Berlinga. Your thoughts on him, like, trying to figure out the dates for each fight. I mean, on perspective of me, it doesn't really matter to me. But in terms of this question... And on terms of the significance of each day, it would make sense to fight the Mexican on the day that matters most to the Mexicans, if he's going to do that. But, you know, it doesn't matter what Eddie Hearn say, Al Heyman say, what his fans say, what you say, what I say, Canelo gonna listen to Canelo. But if it if if it's me, just hypothetically me, if I'm saying hypothetically I'm making this matchup, which God knows I would never, but hypothetically... I would have him fight Mungia, who is the Mexican, on the most important day to the Mexicans, and then go further on with Berlinga, who he does first, 
doesn't matter, but it's all about bringing the Mexican crowd out and celebrating and whatnot. So I would do it like that. But, you know, it's so funny. I could see it actually being backwards. I could actually see him fighting the least important fighter on the most important. I, I, that's what I see. But I could be wrong. But, you know, that's how I would do it. Right. And look, Jaime Mungi, I think he's a good fighter. Edgar Berlinga, I do think that he's the future of that division. I'm saying that right now. I'm not saying he's going to be undisputed or anything like that. But I do think that he's a future real-world champion in that division. And I think that as time goes down the line, we're going to realize like that Canelo Alvarez fought a young Edgar Berlinga before he became champion. That's what I think. Okay, now y'all can disagree all you like. I do think Ed Edgar Berlinga is that guy. Just not that guy yet. And I think that if you look at Canelo's resume, if you go and look at the end of his career, if you go look at those fights, I truly believe it's going to be similar to Mayweather's. Mayweather's peak, when he was fighting all these great guys, his peak was between like 2007 to like 2011. Maybe 2012 if you want to push it. After that, like, it seemed like he was fighting great fighters. Canelo, Manny Pacquiao, Marcos Maidana. But between that four to five year period, he was fighting the absolute best. That was probably the best part of his career. Canelo Alvarez, the best part of his career was when he was chasing undisputed. So he was fighting guys like Caleb Plant, Billy Joe Saunders. He was fighting guys like, I'm trying to think of the rest of the guys he was fighting. He was fighting a lot of good fighters within that part of his career. But now, you towards the end, the end of his career is going to look a lot worse than Mayweather's. I'm going to say that right now. Mayweather's worst opponent, like besides like the early fights when he was fighting guys who had like negative records or like 50, or like 500 records, he was fighting his, his worst opponent was Andre Berto, his last opponent in my opinion, or May, or Conor McGregor if you want to argue that. Canelo Alvarez, his ending to his resume, if you go look at that record, it's going to be a lot worse. And I think now at this point, Canelo has already solidified himself as a Hall of Famer. He's already solidified himself as probably the greatest Mexican fighter to ever live. But I'm going to be honest. I think the day he retires, if it's not David Benavidez or it's not one of these big time world champions, I think that when the day he retires, I think people are going to say towards the end he cherry picked. And we already know it right now. We already see it right now. A lot of people won't give Mayweather his flowers because they feel like he cherry-picked opponents. That's the number one excuse that a lot of Mayweather haters or a lot of people who don't have Mayweather on their list, that's the number one excuse they say is that he cherry-picked. The difference is Mayweather fought real-world champions. Canelo's going to fight Hami Mangia and Edgar Berlinga. I do think Edgar Berlinga will be a future world champion. Maybe Hami Mangia might be as well, but as far as right now, we're going to look at it years down the line and be like the, the later end of his career. All he did was fight up-and-comers. It's not going to matter to his resume whatsoever. So, overall, long story short, I'm disappointed that it's not going to be David Benavidez. Everybody's disappointed that it's not going to be David Benavidez. But you know what? Shout out to David Benavidez. He's creating his own legacy without Canelo Alvarez. And I'm hoping that when David Benavidez achieves like the greatness that he believes he can achieve, if he achieves that greatness, I'm hoping that he won't make the same mistake and he'll fight the very best of the best. But, you know, only time will tell when that happens. So, you know what, Breezy? I'm going to let you close it out since you're so great with the closers. Y'all know what it is. Tell your mama, tell your girlfriends, tell your sisters, tell your daddy, tell your, your brother, tell your pastor, tell your teacher, tell your librarian. The punches point is up and we live. Make sure y'all tune into the Twitter. Make sure y'all tune into the Instagram. Y'all know what it is. Breezy and Mario, you are watching the punches point. Until then, make sure you stay on point with the punches point.